Welcome to Stuck in My Mind podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. She's a personal brand strategist that helps, up, that helps entrepreneurs. So if you're out there and you need some help, this is the episode for you. Welcome to the show, Jen Campbell. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. Oh, I love having you here. This is what I love to do, to be able to speak to people and uh, help spread some positive, positive vibes and, and some great messages. That's what we do here. Fantastic. So Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a mom of four boys. I have triplets and then an, and a bonus boys. And I live in the middle of a small resort community in McCall, Idaho. There's less than 3,000 year-round residents here. And it's like two hours in, away from the nearest Walmart or Chick-fil-A to be able to get a market fresh salad. So it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But I love social media because I'm able to impact millions of people online through my personal brand and work from home. And, and, and that's the amazing thing about today's society is where you can do, you can leave, you can leave a, a imprint doing digital content and, exactly. and being able to brand yourself digital, not even having, not even even to leave, you don't have to leave your house now. You can stay home and work from home and be successful and do a lot of things working from home. <laughs> heck yeah. Heck yeah. And, you know, I, st I started my uh, business during the pandemic in May 2020, but I already wanted to do something different. And you're not limited geographically anymore, which is absolutely fantastic. And a lot of the thing that can be frustrating about social media, a lot of people don't want to be on it because they think it's fake. They think it's phony, especially Instagram. You know, they want the, they think that people are showing the filtered version of their lives. But it's really an opportunity for us to be able to connect and build deep and me meaningful relationships. We're really positioning who we are and telling our personal brand story authentically. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's and and it, and people tend to gravitate to those, especially especially in, in the podcasting community. People tend to gravitate to those podcasts where the host and the guest are truly authentic and they truly just want to be able to spread their mes message and, and be able to just be themselves. And that's what, I, that's what I try to do on my podcast is I want everybody, when they come on my show, I want them to be comfortable, just have a good time and just be themselves. Right. And, and, and the audience usually picks up on that. The people usually pick up when, Hey, oh, this, yeah, this guy's really authentic. And, and, and the guests he has on are, are truly people who, who truly are themselves. They don't have to fake the funk. They don't need no. to act like there's something that they're not. No, and I want you to see the authentic Jen Campbell if you meet me on person or if you see me online or on my social media profile because authenticity is my number one core value. I am who I am no matter where I am. And that's part of the reason why I call myself the cringy mom. Because, you know, like I don't, I have got those four teenage boys and, you know, I'm the cringy mom. You know, they're like that cheesy, awkward, embarrassing thing. And I was out in the middle of the road creating video content. And I pointed up, I pointed to the side, I pointed down. And my husband's like, what are you doing? I said, it's a TikTok. 
And he's like, why are you doing that? And I made a little song and danced and like went to the camera. I'm like, I need to do this to make lots of money and increase my social following. And that's, that's what it is in a nutshell. It's that cringe. And it's knowing that even though you feel awkward and uncomfortable and a little bit cringy on social, social media, that you cringe forward and you do it anyway, that you use it to be able to connect with other people. Yeah, you do. And that's something people, small businesses also, and, and, and entrepreneurs tend to forget that you can use these as just tools. They're not just to scroll and, and post pictures and no, you can use them as tools to help you grow your, grow your business and grow your brand. Heck yeah. Because I, and, and um, Bob Berg, who's a famous sales trainer said all things being equal, uh, people will refer business to and buy from those that they know, like, and trust. And if they can't trust you because you're not showing up as the legit you when you're on social media, they're not going to buy your stuff. And there's lots of other people out there who have a podcast or who do branding like I do, but they're going to choose you because they like you and they get to know you and your personality. And then they, they trust that you're going to show up as the legit you, no matter where you're at. Yeah, I, listen, I, I remember when I first started and people like you, you mentioned before, I'm not going to go. I wasn't going to ghost you. I'm not that kind of person, but, oh, no. but prior to me, really, when I first started, I've, I was ghosted plenty of times because <laughs> one of the questions, one of the first questions people would ask is, Oh, what's your following? How many listeners, how many viewers? And, and it was just at the beginning of my podcast. So right. of course my numbers weren't, I didn't have numbers. They didn't exist. Does it and matter? No, it, to me, it didn't matter. Because mm -mm. Even though they ghost me and, and a lot of people said, no, I continued and continued until people started saying yes. And the podcast oh, yeah. started growing. And then that's when people started reaching out to me. And so to be able to, to build this into, into the little following that I do have is, is a great feeling to me because I've worked hard for this. I've worked hard mm -hmm. to build the audience. I've been consistent. I've in the last two years since I've been recording podcasts, no lie to you. I've probably recorded. I, I just released an episode 145 on my audio on my audio podcast because in September, because in September, I swear I also started doing video. Mm, so fantastic. I still have, so I still have a lot of audio podcasts that don't have video that I need to put out and no lie. I probably have more than a hundred and something audio podcasts that I need to get out and, and, and released. But you do and, start with one. Yeah. And you do, and it doesn't matter how big you're following it. I don't have millions of followers. And right now I'm working on the TikTok. I call it the, I put a the in front of everything, the TikTok, <laughs> the, the, the Facebook, whatever. The, the <laughs> I had a hundred followers. I had a hundred followers this last week and I'm so excited because it doesn't even matter. It's not how many you have, it's how engaged your followers are and whether or not they're your ideal audience. And I would rather have a hundred really devoted, loyal followers that are my ideal people that want to buy my product or that just think, Jen Campbell is fantastic than a bunch of random people that have nothing to do with what it is that I'm doing. And on TikTok, you can actually, if you're consistent with it, you can build up a following pretty quickly on, on TikTok, but the key is consistency. Oh, right. And, and, and that's what, what it is that you're sharing because yeah. I mean, everyone has an opinion about, Oh, do this, do that. Or, you know, you have to have your hook, you have to do and, and short form video content, as you mentioned before, and I love that you're, you're doing this audio and video. Um, that's everything. 
every single social media platform right now. And, you know, my job is to help people with their branding on social media. They all love the, the short form. They're all trying to keep up with the TikTok, which YouTube is number one right now for the length of time that people will watch content. Number two is TikTok. And it's coming. It's coming. It's coming hard on the hills of YouTube. And Facebook is a couple minutes lower and that one's decreasing. So you got to show up. And if you don't like video or you feel self-conscious, like that's how I started. I took all the classes. I'd read all the books. I'd done the, the webinars and I had studio lighting. I have like the really fancy pants microphone. And I'm, I didn't do it because I was so worried. Like, who does she think she is? Or what are people going to say? And just to let that go and cringe forward is a beautiful thing. You, you sound like me. Oh, really? Did you go <laughs> you sound, the same when I first When I first started my podcast, because I, I had been wanting to start a podcast since 2019. Yes. And I bought equipment everything i had me in little burns of studio equipment and everything mm -hmm. and i would like who'd want to listen to me oh i suck i sound horrible who would want to sit down and listen to my episode and i just kept telling myself that telling myself making excuses mm. to why i wouldn't do it and then i got furloughed from work at the height of the pandemic or well, at the very beginning of the pandemic mm -hmm. and and so one day i'm just sitting here with my nephew and, I, and we were just talking to have, I'm on the phone. He had, had already started his YouTube channel and everything. We were just talking about doing a podcast. And you know, I went, you know what? Record. And right. I recorded like five minutes, but it broke the ice. That's what started me with, that's what started the podcast. Yeah, I just, I just pressed record and just went and did it. And five minutes turned into seven minutes. Seven mm -hmm. minutes turned into 10 minutes. 10 minutes turned into 12 minutes. Next year, you know, I'm doing half an hour. So, like, one of my first episodes was, like, three hours that me and this man spoke. And Holy I had cow. To, I had to split into two episodes. Uh-huh. And, and then it's just started. I basically started improving with every episode. So. Isn't that how it is with anything in life? Yeah. When we're uncomfortable it put and we were pushed outside of our comfort zone. That's where the growth happens. That's the moment where you go from a human being to a human becoming. When you become something more than you were, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's awkward," and you cringe forward. And it's it's just I love that moment, and I love to see that in other people. So I try. I support. I support businesses that show up authentically on social media. I support businesses where I know the person. And I love the person and who they are, not just the product. And and I try to, and, and and that's why I'm here because I saw, oh my gosh, you are who you are no matter where you are. I knew your personality and everything like that. And I chose to spend time with you because I said, oh my gosh, that's someone I want to get to know better. Let's have a conversation. And that's why I, me personally, I've tried to improve every time, every time I get behind the mic because I feel that people are giving me something very precious, which is their time mm -hmm. to be able to sit here and, and record with you. And, and people watch this after we are released and everything. That's something they're never going to get back is that time that they stood to watch it. So I feel the content that I give them has to be something worth it. Right. It's got to add that value. It has That's to add value. That. But, and yeah. what that value is, you know, it, it can change and it doesn't necessarily have to be a tip or a trick or like, look at my shiny product that I'm selling you. It's, the way that you leave them feeling, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and part of my, my personal, like Jen Campbell's personal mission statement is to uplift, encourage, 
inspire and teach others. And so if I walk away from something and I know I've made someone feel a little bit better or I've inspired them to be a little bit more or I've taught them some cool thing that they can do, then it's worth it. Yeah. And that's just my focus. Oh, no, that's 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 what that's great focus to have is to be able to. It's just, again, when you're able to be yourself and do what you do and do what you do for a living and enjoy what you actually do for a living mm-hmm. to be able to. I I didn't know. I was gonna love podcasting so much. I didn't know I was gonna really truly fall in love and find something that I could be like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. Let me let me continue, let me continue to do this. And so when I found that this is something that I was really passionate about, my wife even noticed because I used to be a big mm-hmm. gamer. And oh yeah. Yeah, I used to be a big gamer and my wife would be I used to day. have an Xbox gaming lounge, so <laughs> I know all about that industry right there. So, so the wife would one day came to me. She's like, you know, I'm, I know. She says, I know you're really serious about this. And I go, why you say that? She says, because you have completely abandoned your PlayStation Four. <laughs> you have, and it is over there collecting dust. You are not touching it whatsoever. She says, there's not nothing wrong with that. I'm. She says, I'm so happy that you found something that you love to do. And she mm-hmm. is. She doesn't listen to my show. Mm-mm. She doesn't watch the show, but she is my biggest, my number one fan. Well, and you don't, and, and, and it's wonderful, like you mentioned, that you can do that thing that you love for work, but even if you get paid or you make your career in something else, there is something in your life that you can find that sense of fulfillment, you know, and they, they talk about following your passion and that will lead to income. It doesn't have to. Sometimes you have a job that sucks, that drains your life and your energy, and, and it's not where you want to spend your time. But if you have that one thing in your life, that brings you joy, that fills your bucket, that just like lights your soul on fire. That's all that really matters. You can make money doing whatever. When you can do it, when you can do something you love and make money at it, that's a beautiful thing. I, I get to do that. That's I a love plus it. plus. That's a, that's a yeah. bonus. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't have to be the end all be all. And I, you know, as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've heard a lot like, oh, you know, quit your job, just go out there, start a business. Well, not everyone should do that. Nope, not everyone is an entrepreneur. No, no and that's okay. That is a nope, beautiful yeah, thing. That that is absolutely right. Not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. Some of them are just happy being employees, and yes. that's nothing wrong with that. No, that's, that's, no. If they're if they're happy doing that, I don't own because entrepreneurship is a hard it's a hard task. It's not people right. People want to make it seem like it's easy. No, it's not. You're actually sometimes working harder. For less pay. Yes. And just to like build your brand and your business or figure out. And there's a lot of, um, oh, I spoke with this someone earlier this morning about that. There's there's a lot of um, mistakes. There's a lot of, you know, pe- a lot of people call them failures. I call them learning opportunities. Uh, you know, oh, I've had so many learning opportunities in the last two years that I've done this. Like so many. And sometimes I have to learn that lesson more than one time, which can be very expensive and very time consuming. But yes. that's that's just what we do to be able to become better people, right? Yes, in the, in the long haul, yes, that's that's the that's the ideal goal. Yes, is to become a better person, and that and that's why for me, I I just try to read as much as possible. I'm always on YouTube. If, if there's something I don't know the answer to, I'm looking for the answer. Oh, isn't that so, cool? 
Yeah, you can so- like Google stuff now. I mean, like, I, I remember, like, I'm going to tell my age here, but like having to bust out the encyclopedias, you know, it's all in alphabet. Yeah. yeah. And look it and, up, and go to the card listen, catalog. Listen, when you had to go to the library and go to the card catalog, yes. yes. And, you, and you didn't, there was no computers for you to go research. Oh, it's in this aisle. No. When you actually had to no. go to the card category and find out what the, where's the book that you need. Right. I remember the, I remember when, when Dial Up. Mm-hmm. If somebody picked up the phone while you were in it, it dropped it, and you. So I remember <laughs> that strategy sound that like you're like yeah. oh or the flying toasters yeah. and everything like that, and I mean like now there's more uh, computer power on my phone than you than know any computer I had back in the day. Yeah, but I have a, yeah nowadays you have phones that absolutely completely blew out the computers that we had growing up. Completely. Right. Well, and, but then at the same time, there's the flip side of that where there's so much information and it can be overwhelming. And when you're looking at your, your career or your job, like how do you set yourself apart from everyone else who does the same thing? How do you make your video special? How do you make your services special? You know, because they can go anywhere to get their oil changed. But why do they come see you? Why do yeah. they watch your show or they listen to your program or, 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 or choose you? What, what are you doing differently than everyone else? Right. What about well, you? What about you is setting you apart from everyone else? It's your personal brand. It's, it's that it's, personal brand story that you tell and you tell it visually. You can tell it through the colors that you use in design. You can tell it through your personal brand photos that you take to reinforce it. But most importantly, you tell it through who you are in your messaging. You share a little sample about your life to make you relatable. And and that's that's something I I work really hard at is just really just be myself when I'm on here. I don't, yes. again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not some you big, huge podcaster. I'm an independent, semi-successful I, I, podcaster and, and I'm good with that. I'm always, but I'm growing every day. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, I get to speak to people. At first I thought I was being selfish by by wanting by talking to all the guests that I speak to and all that, and the guests themselves made me realize that's self love. Just mm-hmm. the fact that I wanted that I'm wanting to improve and that that I'm taking these lessons from these speakers and these guests and imp- implementing into implementing it in my life to become a better person. Yes, they're like that's self love. There's nothing. Oh, it is selfish and, and about like, that. And I hate the whole thing like oh don't brag on yourself or don't toot your own horn. Who else is going to do it for you? Like that, that's part of like saying, Hey, this is who I am. Own it. Own your greatness, own your strengths. I mean, I mean, you can tell I'm a very energetic person. Yes. Very that's good. how I am in real life, you know, <laughs> and it's not because I'm hyped up on caffeine, even though I worked at Starbucks for years, I, I don't drink caffeine at all anymore. Sugar is my drug of choice. I haven't had any candy yet today yet. I yeah. will later. That's um, keyword. But, right. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I am who I am. And and I, I there's just a point in your life, hopefully, or in your business, where you have that realization that it's exhausting trying to be someone else or trying to improve or trying to um, impress other people to become who they want you to be. And you just own it. And, mm-hmm. and I, I do. And it doesn't mean it's easy because you'll get that pushback. You'll get the haters. You'll get the nasty comments here and there. And they're like, who do you think you are? Or this is dumb. Or they'll say all sorts of other things. And that's the chance that you have to be able to say, is this true? Listen, I welcome the haters. 
What do you like about it? What what I like about it? Oh my yeah. god, I love the attention. Yes, right? hate hate on me, please, please. Because then you know, like you're po polarizing. Then that then that means that they're actually spending time watching me. If mm -hmm. they're hating on me, that means they're they're spending time watching on me. So haters, if y'all don't have anyone to hate on there, you can hate on me. <laughs> so and you know if you're having the comments that they are there, right? Listen, if they spread comments, they do. They, I'm doing something right. If they're mm -hmm. they're hating on me for no reason, I am doing something right. Right, and I I think that's the other thing is sometimes there is a reason. And it's true and it's valid. And that's our chance to be able to do that check and say, yeah, so, you're right. It, it, it is, you know what it is? It's the fact that you decided to step in, step out of your comfort zone and do something and they did. Mm -hmm. That's that's usually what the problem is, is that they realize, hey, this person actually attempted something that they wanted to do and not make excuses why they couldn't do it. But you know what? I guess I'm going to just sit back here and be a troll anyway. So... Right. And that's, <laughs> that's the number one thing I tell people with their with their personal brand to start with their picture. Like, does the picture look like you on your profile on your social media channels? Like not you 20, 10 years and 20 pounds ago, but like how you look now. And and not a logo for your business, not your favorite sports team or a cat. That's like my biggest pet peeve. Like you're not a cat. You're a human being. People connect with faces. And if, and if you're hiding behind something, even if you're embarrassed about the, the way that you look, that's not an excuse. Like I used to weigh 130 pounds more than I do right now, but I still showed up as me. I want you to recognize me if you see me in the grocery store, because that's an opportunity to connect in person, not just online. And I, I've been in that situation where I had ran into a girl from high school and I was visiting my hometown several hours away. And I was like, is that her? No, it did not look like her, but it was. I found out after the fact, and I could have given her a hug and said hi and had a great conversation because we're really good friends on Facebook, but her pictures were so heavily filtered, I didn't even recognize her. Oh, yeah, I don't, any picture I put up is me. Right? <laughs> I don't me. <laughs> don't, I mean, I'm going to own this. I'm 45, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own the neck folds and listen, the little wrinkles. I, just, I will be turning 46 this year. There you go. I, I, can you change that? It, my grandma always says it beats the alternative and she's almost 93. So honestly, I feel like I'm just getting better with time. Like mm -hmm. I've actually found myself within the last couple of years doing my podcast. I've actually been able to, to discover more about myself doing the podcast. So I feel like I still got so much more to offer. I got so much time ahead of me. God willing, <laughs> but but it, it's just me just loving what I do. And to be able to, again, to sit down and speak to people like you, it's just energized me to continue to do it. Heck yeah. Because I'm having so much fun. I'm having so much great conversations. And the people that are coming on the show are great people that, yes, they're here to promote themselves and promote their brands and all that but at the same time they get to really be themselves they get to sit mm -hmm. here and joke around and laugh and, and that's what i want is to be able to have people be comfortable yes like i said you're here to promote yourself but at the same time i want people to realize that you're a regular person right because at the end of the day that's what the show's about is that to show people like hey regular people out here doing successful things right it's, it's that, it's that, like I mentioned before, it's that human becoming moment. 
Yeah. And, and because you don't want to just be, you want to become, or at least I do. And, and because that, that growth makes you stagnant. So what is the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself in this process? What, um, that I'm capable of a lot of things. I, I yes. love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Like I, prior to this, like, I don't have a, I didn't have a background in, in media. I didn't have a background in audio video. None of that. Mm-hmm. I am self-taught in a lot of the stuff that I do. Me a lot too. of the equipment, a lot of the equipment that I buy, I research it. I learn yeah. about it. I, I try to master it. Uh-huh. And so now friends reach out to me. Hey, wise, what are you using? What, what, what do you use for this? What do you use for that? Yesterday I was in a, in a, in a zoom meeting with, cause I'm going to be in Podfest next month, next week. Oh, fantastic. And so we had, they had a networking thing yesterday and they would break us out into little breakout sessions in groups. And a lady was in there um, and she uses GarageBand to edit her podcast. And she's like, is there something I can do that it won't sound like I, I kept when, cause she was, she, she has um, this chronic this disease where she, she has issues breathing. So she, she would, breathe, oh. she would breathe a lot during her episodes. So you, she would, there would be long, you could hear the breaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In her recording, she said, and she says, and every time I cut them out, it's just you can hear that it kind of skips and it kind of. And I go, Have you ever tried silencing it? Just not cutting it out, just silence the breath. And she goes, Wow. I didn't, she says, I didn't thank you. She said, We were put together in this room for a reason. Right. Because you'd have to tell me that tip on, on how to edit my podcast. Because at first, that's how, that's how I would do it. I would cut the breath out but then you would hear the skip and it would sound like it, it you could you would hear it as if it if it had to, you basically you hear that i cut it there right. so when i started switching it to silencing that the little piece of it yes you hit you had the you had the the moment of silence but it was it wasn't like it was cut it sounded like it was a natural progression from the one word then the breath then take out the breath and then the next word so it would be, it would sound, the, the transition would be smooth, smooth, and, and it wouldn't sound like it was cut. So, but it took for me practicing and learning and, and going to YouTube and finding out how I can, because I use Audacity. Uh-huh. It's a free software and it does the job to, to edit my podcast. And so. But you could, you could blaze the trail though. And that's the coolest thing about owning whatever your space or industry is is that you can help other people because you've done the research and you figured out what works well for you or what, what, what hasn't. And you could be like, dude, okay, do not spend your money on this one thing Hold because on. <laughs> don't support this business. They totally screwed me over or just, Hey, if you just start so, with this thing, you know, I, I, I wish I had me. Wait, before on, it's, started. Not, it's not over. So I started a production company. So now oh, really? I help. Oh yes. I help. I, and I just, I landed my real first customer client not because client and we're going to launch her podcast so it, it it's it's come it's come now it's come to the point where people are reaching out for me for my expertise in this something in this in this field that i'm self-taught it, mm-hmm. it, like again i'm a lot of the things i've learned i'm taught i've researched it and i've taken court just like you i've taken courses classes on on coaching everything because i felt that would help me improve as a podcaster 
that and that's the thing that gets me to the value that you contribute and who you are has absolutely nothing to do with your income or how much money you make for one and for number two where you learn something or how you learn something does not take away from the fact that you know something so i do not have a college degree i'm a college dropout i do not have a degree in marketing but i know marketing i know branding and i know social media and i've been able to make millions of dollars for other people and impact millions of people around the world without millions of followers through teaching myself these things from learning things from other people i've got the street cred I've got the receipts for the stuff that I've done. Hey, you don't need to make excuses for how it is that you get that information. And sometimes because you have to work at it and, and go through the school of hard knocks or whatever, that lesson sinks in a lot more. And because it's not always pleasant. Yeah. No, listen, I, I agree with you 100%. This, again, me learning this and... and and I've added value to myself by learning these skills, by, yes. by, by, by learning the things that I've learned, I've added value. And like you said, I didn't, I didn't go to, a, I didn't go to some prestigious school to learn this or, 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 or learn how to be a presenter on radio or whatever. This is all me. This is all me mm -hmm. self-taught me being myself. And from it, there's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with those people, with people who do that. And there's, there's, there's value and there's a lot of other things, but I think it's really easy to diminish or, or, or say second guess our worth uh, based on uh, the way that it's attained. And that drives me nuts because who you are is more important than what you do. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I've me, I've, I've had people come in and, and just, Whenever I had questions, I've there's some people that, and because podcasting, I'm not gonna lie, the podcasting community has been amazing. That's the fantastic. People, the, the people that are, that I've networked with are people that I haven't met personally. I haven't met in person, mm -hmm. but virtually we've built some great connections, some great relationships, and that's what's key in this is is networking, is oh, being yeah. able to to network with all these other podcasters because. Honestly, me as a podcaster, I have to to grow my audience. I have to go on another podcast. Mm -hmm. I have to go present my brand on other podcasts. That's because I can probably reach with so many people by myself. Mm -hmm. But by me going on another podcast, I get to reach out to their audience. So that's a right. whole different audience. You get to build those relationships. And some of my best friends are people I've never met in real life. Or I've met them once, or I saw them, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or whatever, in middle school or something like that. And they're my favorite people. I have deep and meaningful connections. And it's possible to have that on social media or through through podcasting or through whatever it is that you do. And and um I love people. I've spent I, you know, I spent decades in customer service and I still love people. That's how I know that I'm doing something right. I think my job, my my day job, set actually prepared me for this. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Sometimes we don't know where we're going. Or we have no idea. We think, oh, this is the path or where it's going to be. But there's experiences that we have on the way. And so I was going to ask what what has helped you. 
Oh, a little, no, I honestly, I really think my day job has helped me as far as presentation, uh, um, just being able to talk and, and being able to be personable because I'm a table games dealer. So you have to have personality when you're a dealer. Because so like you, like you, you like a casino type thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, cool! Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So what do you and, what do you deal usually? Uh, I usually I deal everything I I deal everything in my house except for poker and pie gal towels. Everything else I deal. I deal all the carnies. I deal blackjack. I deal roulette. I deal craps. Uh-huh. Uh, I deal baccarat. So there's so many different games I deal with that. But right, so and you've got to keep people engaged. You want them at yeah, your table you, longer. You want to you get a good to. tip. You so, like, to make them feel good. They're going to tip you yes. better, right? Yeah, you have to have personality to to be able to. Don't let me not say that you don't have, but the people who do have more personality usually help the, helps the talk rate more because even though sometimes when you they, even when they're losing, sometimes people tip. So oh yeah, because they want to be around you. Yeah, I, if if people want to hang out with you more. Whether it's virtually, if it's listening to you, if it's watching something that you do, then that's your audience. Those are people who can potentially buy your product. It's and it's people that you can get to know better and learn something from, like you mentioned before. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm not, I'm I know my job has helped me prepare for this. So eventually, but you but don't know. I I learned how to build a website because I couldn't afford to hire someone. You know, several years ago, I, I branded myself as Genealogy Gen, and and I and I wrote my own blog, and I, I built the thing from scratch, and and then five years later, I ended up getting paid by people to do that and to help them with their branding. I designed my own logo. Now I design them for other people, and you know, I did all sorts of research on color theory and what those things mean, and and now that's what I talk about, and people hire me for. So sometimes something that comes out of necessity, because like you know, we're poor and we can't afford to hire someone else, and we have to become the expert. Um, those are great things that can end up saving us later on down the road. Listen, I agree with you. I am a Canva right? groupie. I am a Canva groupie. And I love Canva. And especially since I've learned how to, I've made a couple of logos and sold them using Canva. Right. I've, I've started using, I create cover art and, and, backgrounds and all the other stuff for other people as well mm-hmm. and so it again this has opened up so many different avenues and 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 not necessarily i don't necessarily have to monetize my podcast but i've learned skills that that have helped me make money right because it doesn't always come the way that we expect or how we we expect i i, I designed the logo one day in 30 minutes and i got paid 250 dollars for 30 minutes of work that's a beautiful thing. And and that doesn't and, and that doesn't mean it wasn't quality. Oh, when no. you're really they in your zone of genius, then it's like they, they love the they, they love the logo. It was it was worth every penny. Right. And but it was just the fact that I was like, man, I only did this in 30 minutes. If I do these this many a, a week, I'm like, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> right. And but it's knowing what you like and what you don't. You know, when I started my um marketing business, I tried lots of different things. And I started by building websites. I can, but I hate it. So like, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. So it took a lot of time, made me feel like pulling my hair out. And sometimes I did, and I'd be really frustrated. And it, it would get 
just really hard. But then there's other things like I do now when I do one-on-one um, work to help people create their personal brand story, or I help them. Um, I work a lot with coaches and consultants and I help them create an analogy about what it is they do so that they can do that. Or I do social media. I love it. It takes me just a short period of time. I meet with them. I think about it for an hour. I write out notes. We meet together and videotape it and I'm done. And it lights me on fire. I walk away feeling more excited and, and I make more money doing that than I did building a whole website. And it's only two and a half hours of my time, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. Cause website design, it does take time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And in people, and it's something that you need. And a lot of times when people are starting out their businesses, they think I need really fancy, expensive website. You don't, you need to figure out what your personal brand is before you even touch anything else. You don't need to hire someone for a logo or anything like that if you don't know who you are, who you serve, what your values are, and then you can do the other stuff and talk to someone like me. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's, it's learning. It's learning. Yeah, I'm about sorry. Can yourself. you say that again? You said you're right. I, yes, I don't hear right. that enough from my husband right. and my family. So <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm sure my wife doesn't hear it more often from me. <laughs> oh, I'm working on that. You know, I've, I've been married. We just had our um, 17th year anniversary. And so, you know, when you've been with someone for a really long time, you realize, okay, it's okay to say, hey, you're right. Or I was wrong about this. Well, she will never say, I will never hear her say that. Those words will never come out of her mouth to me. Really? No, that she will never admit she was wrong. Well, or she can say, I, I, I. Even though, even though we're both, know, even though we both know she's wrong, she won't admit it to me. <laughs> she will not give me that pleasure. No, no, no. Well, it's okay. I, I, I know that I'm so dang stubborn that when I say it, I didn't say I said it very often because I usually <laughs> am right. Um, but, uh, you know, I do. I can say it. <laughs> it. It took me. OK, let's be honest here. OK, it took me until about year 15 before I did that. So it's only been the last couple of years where I was like, oh, it's not going to kill me to admit that I don't know it all or that I was wrong about that thing. Oh no, it's I, I, my wife. She's she's great. I love her. She she's actually um because I I was I got I was widowed at forty one at thirty one. Oh and, wow! And so I spent many years. I was very uh, I was not not in a very good place for many years. Mm. And so when I, I turned my life around, I, I met my wife, and and so I turned my life around, and I was and. She's been a big part of that. One of, one of the first things when we got together was she was like, you have a passport. And I'm like, no. She says, well, we're going to have to correct that and get you a passport because I like to travel. Oh, wow. And, and and that right there was like the sexiest thing any woman has said to me. Because she, it, what was it about that, that you liked? That she took control. She was like, listen, you don't have a passport? Well, you need to get me. She said, we're going to get you one because I like to do this. and And that was like, what okay she makes because stuff that, happen oh yeah she does she does again she does she helped me start my production company she she handles all the, the the things in the in the background and and it's great to have that support to have mm. someone that that you truly love support what you do because honest let's be honest like a lot of my friends and family do not support me Right. They're, they're like, like, they're like, why, why are you on social media all the time? I'm like, it's my job. I got to no, do they're, this. They're, they're, they probably haven't downloaded an episode. And like, my sister does. I'm not going to lie. My sister does support me. She's always sharing my stuff. I love that. But 
let's be honest. A lot of my supporters are people I've met doing this. Yes. Yes. And and I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. But it's, it's, it's a great feeling to have the one person that you truly love having your back. Right. I always said, my, my husband, um, you know when you found the right person because they make you want to be a better man or woman. Yes. Like they, they have you like step up. And, and he, um, he almost died in March from like a gallbladder issue that was undiagnosed and it was uh, going septic. And we had to take him two hours down the windy mountain pass to the ER. There's a small hospital here, but they did tests and they're like, okay, if it'd been a few more hours, that would have been it. He had to have three surgeries and he almost died on the operating table after during the third one. But the point is um, it just reinforced. I, okay. If, if I were to lose him right before his, his birthday here, um, did I tell him everything I needed to? Did I use that time the best way I could have? Did I appreciate the time that I had? And, and I realized I, I didn't have any regrets, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I really am grateful for having that additional time. I didn't, I, I that could have been robbed from me. Oh, it, it, listen, when you do lose someone you love, it does change the way you, at least for me, it, it's, and, and it was, it was, it was like one tragedy after another. I, I lost my wife. I reunited with my father after 25 years only to lose him after I go see him for I had, like my wife passed away in 2008, 2009. I reunited with my father for the first time in 25 years. Wow. I go see him. My, like my sister goes, Hey, I, for father's day, I want to send for you. So she said, I went to Puerto Rico. I, I reconnected with my dad. I got there Friday night. We, we hugged. We, I, I, we, I forgave him. But I, even though I had forgiven him years ago, already because i was like i couldn't hold on to the no to the anger anymore but being able to hug him and, and tell him no listen i forgive you whatever the reasons were that we were separated for so long it's fine we're, let's it's over with let's just move on and it was a great feeling and then that saturday morning he woke up he had a hearty breakfast he had plans for a big dinner lays down for a nap and doesn't wake up wow so the the very next day after reconnecting with him, I, I lose him again. And and you and that can be that's that's something like I'm like, why? What did I do to have lose my wife, then lose my dad? And then again, like I said, it was another tragedy. I, I lost two brothers, one one to a drug overdose, one to to uh to HIV, I, I lost an uncle to a um, to just a, a, an accident that just was was ridiculous. It was just unexpected. I lost another cousin of HIV and an aunt and a cousin to cancer, and this was within five years. Mm. So a lot so, of loss and 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 death and, and everything we've had to deal with. So it it, it made me it, it just. For, for some time, I was just angry, mm-hmm. just angry. Like, why? What am I doing? What am I doing that this is happening why me? to me? Why and then me? one day I woke up and was like, I need to stop. I, I had no control over those situations. There was nothing I could do to change those situations. Mm-mm. Why am I so angry? 
why am I hurting myself doing just self-medicating, drinking, not taking care of myself? Mm-hmm. Why? It's like I'm angry at what? At something I had no control over. And so to it's the lost possibility and potential of the situation. Yeah. And not not having that with the relationship, the memories or whatever it is. But I, I, no matter what it is, we have a choice. We don't we can't choose what happens in our life. I mean, some of our choices influence that yeah. we can't choose what happens, but we can choose how we respond. We, we can choose how to view the situation and we can say, OK, this was a terrible, horrible thing. I hate my life. It's not I, I'm done. Peace out. Or we can say. What can I learn from this experience? How can this help me in the future? How, and regardless of how crappy, whatever it is, you know, abuse, whatever it is that you're going through or you've been through, I firmly believe that um, there's good in every situation. Even if it's one little morsel spec, there's something good you can focus on in in the situation. And I, and I believe that because I've had to do that. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. This. Like you said before, there's not mistakes; they're life lessons. Oh yeah, they definitely and, and are. I, and I believe that everything that I, I've experienced in my life had to ha- had to happen for me to become the man that I am. Right. And and then the decisions that I make now just kind of help, just kind of set in motion the man that I will become. Yes. And so, and, and I, and this is a lot of things that I've, I've been learning. I've been learning the last few, because it's crazy. Cause my first wife, she prepared me for, I, I think she prepared me because she introduced me into the, into, into the world of self-development and, and, and reading and getting into reading books and, and, mm-hmm. and, and learning about mentors and, and, and just basically developing myself. Mm-hmm. And she prepared me. That's I think that was her gift to me mm. was to show me that path, to show me, hey, there's this path that yes, I strayed away from it, but now I'm back on it. Now I, I'm reading more. I'm I'm taking courses. I'm of course had to take therapy after everything, but I'm better for it. Oh heck yeah, and and. I- it kills me when I see someone and I can see the potential in them and they can't see it themselves that they're, they're stagnant. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, if you were just to do this one thing, or if you were to believe in yourself, or if you were whatever it is, but they can't see it. And that's happened to me with clients that I can see the potential for their business. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, here's the path, here's the plan and the map and they don't do it. I can't control the results. I can only control the strategy that I provide. Basically, you can't. You can lead the horse toward. You can't just have them drink. You can't make them force them to drink. Nope, nope. And they're thirsty and they're starving. They're like, (laughs) "Where's the water?" And I'm like, "I'm holding the pail for you. Come on over." And and they just don't. But that doesn't. That's not necessarily a bad thing because maybe they're not ready. Maybe what you have to offer that they need it, but they don't need it right now. Yeah, that's 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 not. Yeah, yeah, that's not what they needed. That's not what they needed to hear at that point in time. No, no. But when you know. that you've had the right audience when that message resonates with them, that the timing's right. That, like you said before, you're having the conversation in that moment, in the right, 
headspace and that connection is made and that little spark happens. There was one day I recorded four episodes. Holy cow. I bet you were exhausted. No. Really? No, complete Why? opposite. Why? Because it was great conversations. Ah. So the energy from that I received from each guest just mm. pumped me up more for the next guest. Fantastic. That by the time I got to the fourth guest and they already, they had known that I had the three previous episodes, by the time we were done, they were like, thank you. I was like, why? They're like, because you have nothing but energy. They're like, you have so much energy. And I know you just recorded three episodes prior to this. And you're still going. I'm like, you know what? When you love what you're doing, it's especially when, when the conversation is going so well and mm -hmm. the energy is just transferring. Because energy does transfer, even though we're in video. Oh, energy no, no, no. is still it's transferring. Everything. Yes, it's still transferring from one from one person to another. And to just have that energy just keep flowing back and forth, back and forth, it's not draining. It's draining when they're just sucking it out of you. Right. Yeah. It's I call them emotional vampires. Like yes. they suck you dry and they leave you, you know, bare. That I was gonna say you're talking to the right people if it energizes you. Oh yes. And just yeah, like yeah. social media on your feed, you can control who you follow, who you interact with, and what shows up in your algorithm because it's customized for you on any any platform that you're on. And if you don't like how it makes you feel, follow other people. Comment on stuff that you want to see. You you can control what you're you're feeding yourself. I, I, I'm always sharing quotes, positive energy. Like if I there's if most of the websites I follow are has something to do with positive energy. Yes. Just just positive vibes. And and so my feed is positive is, is none of that stupidness that I don't want in my life. Cause that's not what no. those are not the videos that I'm watching. No. Those are not things I'm watching. I'm watching self-development videos. I'm watching coaches, mentors, yes. Les Brown, Eric Thomas, mm -hmm. Tony Robbins, John Arsenal. Anybody I can listen to, I'm listening to. So you can learn from them that are experts in their field and you can be inspired and and, and go go away feeling better. They, they, to me, they're mentors. Even though yeah. I don't know them personally, they're still mentors to me because I'm following their teachings. I'm listening to their audios and reading their books. So I suggest people go out and, and find yourself a mentor. Find someone you can look up to and be like, okay, what they did, they're like, they have a similar story to me. What they, this is what they did. Let me see if that works for me. Oh, and, heck yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have to be someone famous. Sometimes the best mentors are someone who's like on that next run of, rung of the ladder that you want to hold on to. Oh, no. I have, um, when I moved down to Florida years ago, I became an assistant manager at, at McDonald's. I started as a regular crew, but I, I, would, I got promoted very quickly and, and made my work myself up to an assistant manager. Uh -huh. And my store manager, who I am still friends with today, he is to me is one of my mentors because he taught me management skills, mm. and he and he taught me and and the way he taught me it wasn't like you have to be stern. He was stern, but yet he was still he wasn't. He did it the right way. He did it to you. If he reprimanded you, he reprimanded you the right way, not yelling at you and screaming at you. He, explained, he sat down and spoke to you and explained to you, yeah, listen, this is what happened. This is why this has got to happen. Mm -hmm. And I respect him for that. And to this day, me and him are real good friends. 
And I consider him to one of my mentors because of the way he taught me to manage people. You connected with him as a human being and yeah. as a person. And he had that empathy when he was working with you. Yeah. And my wife says, why, why do you, he says, she goes, why do you still speak to certain people? Like she, like I have people, I have friends that I've, like my first, my first client that I just signed. I've known her since kindergarten. Yep. I've known, we've been friends since kindergarten and she, she's a, she's a pastor, her and her husband, they, they, they wrote a few uh, marriage counseling books and stuff. She's a, a ta- she's, uh, she owns her own tax business. She's a very su- successful woman, woman and mm-hmm. she, and she saw that this was my field and she had wanted to start a podcast. She's like, let me reach out to my friend. Let me. Right. And, and but she knew what she- you did because you weren't afraid to share that wherever you're at. This is what I do. This is what I yeah. like to do because you never know who those potential clients are. Absolutely. Yeah. That to me was amazing. To, and like I said, I've known her since she's like one of my oldest friends. And I, and I have a lot of friends that I've known for more than 20 something years. Mm-hmm. And that's just, to me, that's just the, the person I am. Right. It, it's regardless if, if me and me and someone might not speak for years, but we have such a relationship that when we do re- reconnect, it's like, we never missed a beat. Don't and I have love quite that? A, I love that. I have quite a few friends like that. And my wife doesn't understand that. She's like, how do you still stay connected to people for so long? And to me, it's because I just be myself. And I, I find value in the relationships. And I, I don't know. I sometimes I feel like I'm a friend collector, you know. I I and I love to have the um, you know, 64 box crayon, you know. So I've got like all or I don't remember. I never got the big pack. We could only get like the 18 or however many it was. But I always wanted that big pack with all the crayons in it. Yeah. But I like to have all of the variety. I like people from different places in the world, different cultural backgrounds, different religions, different political philosophies, because it contributes to like a really deep and rich experience for me. And yeah. I get to learn. I, I I want an opinion about something. I can say, oh, out of my friends, who do I know that does this or that has that or has had that kind of life experience? And I'm a connector. So I use that to be able to connect. I'm an entrepreneurial connector. So if there's something that you need, a service, a person or a specialist, I, sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm like, I know a guy, you know, or I know oh, yeah. a girl, or, oh, no, you know, I, I'll, I'll hook you up. I love and, and, that. This, and that's, that's what's key about networking mm-hmm. is that that network might, that connection might not be necessarily for you. No, it might be someone you work that you connect with down the line and they like, Oh yeah, I'm looking for such and such. And you're like, Oh, they really, I had actually interviewed such and such a person. Let me link you two guys up. There oh, yeah. you go. That's why and- I do like referral. You know, I, I love that. You know, I, I do a 20% referral fee if anyone refers business to me. Because that's people who know me, like me, and trust me, they're more likely to send me business. I can develop that relationship with people online and through social media, but someone who's actually worked with me or who has built a long-term relationship, it makes a difference. It does. It does. All right, Jen. So look at we've we've gone almost an hour. Dude, I know I can talk forever. I, I was like, oh no, like, how long do you want me to talk? And there, there's nothing. Listen, I love this. I love this. 
this this is what I love to do. But now is the time where you get to plug away and let people know where they can find you, all your outlets, everything. Well, I'm the cringy mom, Jen Campbell. Most of my handles are the cringy mom on LinkedIn, on TikTok, and on Instagram, and my Facebook business page as well. My personal Facebook page is Hello Jen Campbell. And here's the biggest thing. I have um, a freebie if people want to have a personal brand values template. You can go to jencampbell.com. There's a P in Campbell slash freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E. And they can download one of those templates because your personal brand starts with your personal brand values. So identifying those key things about who you are and what's important to you is the foundation of your brand. So that's why I like to give it to people. Awesome. And all that will be in the description when I release this episode, people. So definitely go get your freebie. There's nothing Heck wrong yeah. with a, there's nothing wrong with freebie, people. No, go no, no. There, go out there and get that freebie. Heck yeah, because you never know. Like if I don't know, free is one of my favorite <laughs> four-letter F words. It's a good thing. <laughs> but all right, don't leave just yet. I'm gonna give my shout outs and we'll talk a little bit offline. Sure. But now it is time for shout outs. Big shout out to my real wise fam, Bobby J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. I love you, baby, and appreciate you. Big shout out to the cringy mom, Jen Campbell, for coming by and showing some love. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.